Hi everyone, I'm Allison Furno. And I'm Krista Fabric. And you're listening to It's a Beautiful Influence. Social triggers, how our social media habits cause comparison. Oh, this is so huge because we become so dependent on social media, oh, right? Absolutely. I mean, and of course, obviously we love social media. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> but there are bad sides to it as well. Yes. And, and we have so many, you know, this is kind of our entryway into other people's lives, mm-hmm. not just using our own platforms, but um, we kind of forget the impact it has on our own lives, right? Right. You know, so, you know, you had the note that we become so dependent on it. Yes. That it's just, it's such a normal part of our everyday lives now that we don't, I think, consciously, we're not consciously aware mm-hmm. of the impact it's having. Yes, that's huge. And when you look at kids now, I mean, there's five, six-year-old kids that have like fitness trackers. <laughs> they have like cell phones better than mine. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? They're like, oh my well, gosh. Well, that's funny. You know, we've talked about this before a little bit, but Greg like hates social media, my husband. Mm-hmm. And he, um, like he's not, I mean, he has a Facebook, Facebook account, but he doesn't use it. Like he does not he does not do social media at all. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, you know, we, we see it a little bit differently on social media, mm-hmm. but I was saying something about, oh, so-and-so was on this trip and blah, 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 and this and that. And he's like, see, see, that's why social media is bad. You're seeing everybody's other trips and now you're jealous of their trips. I'm like, no, I'm not. But he's like, but subconsciously, that's like building in your the back of your ma- mind, like mm-hmm. that now you're feeling bad that you don't get to take all these awesome trips or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't feel like that, but he's right. That probably isn't helping. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a really good point how you can see something on the outside and be like, oh yeah, I'm happy for this or whatever. But you it can also subconsciously kind of pick at your own, whether it's like things you want to do or insecurities or whatever that looks like to each person. Right. Um, so, you know, the thing that we have to always keep in mind, which we've talked about here is that social media is generally the highlights Of course, there are people that will share like, you know, low lights, they had a bad day or they had a failure or, you know, whatever. But for the most part, it's people intentionally choosing to show the best parts of what's going on in their life. Yes, that's so true. And and the big part of this is we compare like our basic reality, you know, what we look like when we wake up to (laughs) this like, you know, filtered (laughs) Instagram picture that someone has. And, you know, it's like, I woke up like this, you know. And so we compare those things and it doesn't even, it it doesn't even make sense to me. You know what I mean? Because we have to remember that it is everyone's highlight reel. You are putting the best on there. You probably took 20 to 50 pictures (laughs) to make that, you know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of people spend a lot of time on it, you know? And and like, even you and I, like we both are, we try our best to not like use filters. Like I think on our Instagram feed posts, I know I do like a filter, like for the lighting to try and have all my pictures have a consistent color to them. Right. But that's not like a filter that's hiding like imperfection filter it's a lighting filter but other than that like we try to just we yeah. do you know real us but we have even talked about and tell you guys do the same find the good lighting right, right. oh yeah like, find no shadows find whatever so being in really good natural lighting versus being under fluorescent light you're going to look a lot better under the really good natural lighting mm-hmm. <laughs> so even that even when somebody's being real Right. Like you're still, you can't compare yourself. I'm in a dressing room in that horrible fluorescent lighting in the dressing room. <laughs> Why do they do that? I, that's just crazy lighting. <laughs> but you're like looking at that and then you're maybe looking at some, some picture of your friend in the same dress you're trying on and they were outside in the beautiful morning light or right. something. And you're thinking, why do I look so awful? Like, 
Yeah. It's so different. Yeah. So even when people are being real on social media, they still might be intentionally using the best lighting or they took five pictures and they got the best of the five, or, mm-hmm. you know. And that kind of goes into a good point is that the, the, definition, the definition of comparison is the quality of being similar or equivalent. So we are looking at things like it's equivalent, right? Like this is the same thing. I'm comparing me to you or, you know, my trip to your trip or whatever it is. And they're totally different. Right. Each person is created so differently. We all have our own fingerprints. So the fact that we even go to that level of comparing ourselves to other people is crazy. But there's another thing from social media that I feel has really made a difference. Tell me what you think about this. Is um, Snapchat specifically has some filters, right? Yeah. So Snapchat has these filters, if you guys aren't aware, that basically perfect your face. Right. Makes it look like a cartoon, but it's just real enough that it still looks like you. Right. You know what I mean? And I've noticed this with kids a lot, that they have perfection issues. Yeah. I have six to 12-year-old kids coming in with perfection issues saying, I don't look good enough. My skin isn't clear. My mm-hmm. face isn't this way. And they won't even post pictures unless they have that filter because they think that's what perfect looks like. Right. And filters like that make us look alike, right? Right. You know? They do. And so, so thinking of it from that perspective, it's like, man, like... Things like that are really a problem that messes with our brains. Yeah. And like I think, you know, with Snapchat, it started with like fun filters where they did like the dog and, you know, they have the cats and all the different animals and mm-hmm. they'll do like the, the funny ears for the different holidays. But there are a bunch of those now. It's become every time I look, I swear there's more mm-hmm. options where it's that subtle where it is just meant to like make you look a better version of you supposedly, you know, right. like a more perfect, but that's not realistic. Right. And, and yeah. And the thing is, is this is a, a problem that has existed for, for a very long time because back when I was, you know, in high school and I was a print model, um, there was such a thing as Photoshop, like people, it was airbrushing. It was called mm-hmm. airbrushing back then. Right. So like people would get airbrushed, mm-hmm. but everyday people were seeing that as a model right and they were like oh that's just like that's aspirational that's like dream that's Mm -hmm. a small percentage of the population right now anybody and their mother has access to these filters and so Mm -hmm. we're we're bombarded with these images of what we think are people who look so amazing yes and they might look really amazing but they don't look quite that amazing yeah And and it teaches us that that's a good point with like everybody and their mother so like when you, and I actually put my mom on this filter because I thought it was funny. I was like, look how crazy this is. I was like, this is terrible. And I did a before and after of the regular picture yeah. and then with this. And what was crazy is it takes away, I did this with a bunch of my friends. It takes away all of your acne, all of your wrinkles, all of your, yeah. you know, lines in your face, whatever you have. And, and it teaches us that having something like wrinkles is bad. Right. You know, it teaches us that like, oh, as you get older, that's not what I want to look like. That's not good. And right. I know so many people my age who are terrified of wrinkles and I'm like so what yeah I'm like it's just part of growing up it's part of getting older. part of life yeah. yeah yeah but people look at it as this is the ideal image right like you kind of like you said it's different now for everyone not just for the models or for the actors or whatever it is and that's a problem yeah because we should not all be looking like that yeah and then there's this pressure like I know I'm like genetically blessed with like good skin so like I look younger than my age and I've also worked really hard to wear a lot of sunscreen and like take good care of my skin but there's so many women in their 30s and 40s who see all these women on Instagram or Facebook or wherever that 
you know, say bing. Oh, mm-hmm. well, she has no wrinkles. But you don't know that she had Botox and that she had injections and that she had, right. she gets this, you know, facials every week and that she, whatever, like you, and she used a filter. Like yeah. you don't know what you're comparing yourself to. That's so, a good point like, <laughs> that you don't know what you're comparing yourself to. And like, so that's what, you know, I always like, I always feel I'm like, listen, this, I like, I've done nothing. I'm lucky genetically and I've worked hard to take a care of my skin, but like, I, I don't, I I'm scared I'm going to, like, I would probably be that person who got Botox and would, like, have a crazy allergic reaction. <laughs> My best friend did. She, like, had, like, a massive, horrible allergic reaction. So, no. <laughs> so even if I was, like, the type of person that would, like, do that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I'm terrified. But, yeah. um, but I try real hard to be very open to people that this is, you know, that I don't use anything because it is so common now for people to use it. Right. But whether you do or you don't, I don't care. Like, if you feel better about it, good for you. Right. But it's just... The fact that it's on social media and other people that don't know if you do it, mm-hmm. they're comparing themselves to you and that's not fair. Right. As if it's normal. And that's something too that I know we've talked about this before. It's it's a big, big thing in the fitness industry that a lot of people get surgeries to make themselves look different ways. Yep. Like a lot of women get butt lifts. And so you see this girl with the ginormous butt. You're thinking, oh, it's from her workouts. Let me buy her workout. And people do this on purpose. Yep. They will literally get a butt lift, get it just shape their bodies not from hard work but from money which is like okay again it's one of those things if that's what you want okay but But don't don't trick people into thinking i worked hard for this that if you buy my program this is what you're going to get it's not reality right it doesn't work that way you know what i mean and so so you have to have realistic expectations and that doesn't mean that they're low expectations it just means that you understand that we are all humans and half the people on instagram don't really look like that in real life right and, you know, I love the idea for this podcast actually came partially. We've both talked about this a lot, of course, but you, you just posted last week that post of you flexing and not flexing, right? Yes. That's the same thing. Like you don't know what people are doing. Like you, when you're flexing, you look totally different. Like your quad muscle looks very different than when you're just standing there. Yes. <laughs> now you yes. worked hard for that quad muscle and you should show it off. But like, I love how you were just showing. Right. Like if you're looking at a picture, somebody might be flexing and you don't know that they're flexing. And so that's why it looks so defined or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they don't look like that just standing around. <laughs> and it is, it is trained because when I first started working out, I did not know how to flex certain muscles like during a picture and smile. It right. was very difficult. <laughs> like I was like trying to like, oh, let me flex my side and then let me smile. And then I look like I was about to throw up and I was like, okay. So yeah, it takes it takes a while to to get that stuff down. So <laughs> I did. I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. So I would just stand there and I'd be like, ah, oh, I look like I don't even work out. Right. So, um, but yeah, but when we see those people, we have to know that a lot of you know it takes work to even just get it good on social media. It takes yeah. work to to frame your life in a way that people can understand in a way that people can follow. So yeah. it's really important that we don't compare ourselves yeah. on social media. And you know, not just physical appearance. We don't want to talk just about that. We want to like I started off with the example of like the whole vacation thing. Let's say you have, you know, a dream to be um, an entrepreneur with a successful business selling, you know, widgets. I don't care what it is. But like, <laughs> and all you, you know, so you start following other people who have done similar things to what you want to do because you want to be inspired by and learn from and whatever. Right. But then if you watch that too much or consume that too much and without the right frame of mind right. of I'm here to learn and be inspired, you can start feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not good enough. Why am I not, why am I not there yet? Right. How are they doing so awesome? And I'm not, you know, you could do right. things like that. So it doesn't have to be just physical appearance. It could be your career. It could be your business. It could be your family. It could be your friends. It could be the trips you're taking or not taking, or, mm-hmm. you know, there's endless amounts of things that if it could, it, we could enjoy 
consuming that content, right? Mm -hmm. But we can also easily fall into this hole of feeling like we're we're not good enough or that we're not achieving what we want to achieve or right. whatever. Just or just just plain jealousy, even you know. Right. Um, so. You can enjoy them, but you have to have the right frame of mind. Yes, and and understand that's a really good point. That understand when it comes to using social media for your business, for your personal brand, for all of those things, it looks really easy on the outside when you see other companies doing it, right? Yep. You're like, oh, they're just sending emails, they're doing this, and they have all these subscribers and followers and whatever. But there's a lot of behind the scenes work. <laughs> yes, I know there we is. can both. Say, there is a, a lot, lot of, of behind the scenes yeah. work. So so and you know we like you know people make it look easy. Like, oh, this is just, you know, how we do things. But understand that, you know, you can get there too, but it does take time. It does yep. take that process. And we see the finished product and think, why can't I do that? Right. You know? Right. And it's just something that takes time. Yep. So now that we've, you know, talked about <laughs> all the all the bad things, we want to help you get better. So we yes. have three ways to create habits that will help you not compare yourself, right? That's yes. what, that's the goal with these. So yes, um, the first one is one that I know I struggle with all the time. But mm -hmm. um, in fact, I actually two weeks ago was excited when we were on vacation. Like my screen time notification the next week was like your screen time was down twenty five percent last week, and I was like, okay. woo! <laughs> and so that is to reduce your time on social media, mm -hmm. right? Don't live your life just consuming social media, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you can use reminders. You can use that screen time check you can actually set limits in your screen time which you know i have not done that yet but <laughs> i should for instagram because that's definitely where i spend the most time and i know you do too yeah um you know and then yeah actually check your screen time check in so that you have a realistic understanding of how much time yes and that that's kind of you know a shock when you look at it sometimes you're like oh my gosh i had no idea i spent that much time yep. on social media and and it really gives you a perspective check to check your screen time, see how much you're actually on those social platforms. Um, and it's it's a huge thing to know if you're not doing anything, you know, it's one thing to be intentional and, you know, be on there actually doing stuff. But we all get caught scrolling, looking through stuff. Yeah. Um, and not that it's bad, but you really do have to limit that and say, okay, I'm not going to check every single person's post today. Yeah. And I'm not going to look at every single story today. Yeah. You know, you see what you want to see and then you've got to say, okay, I'm done for the day. There's no point in me being on it. Yep. Yep. And like for me, it's like I have been so busy that I don't, I almost never watch TV or movies or anything at home. Like I just don't like, mm -hmm. but what I do allow myself to do is kind of like at the end of the night when like I'm done with my work or school or whatever is I, I go watch Instagram, Snapchat stories. Like that's what I do. That's my form of TV now. Right. And so like, I know in my brain, usually like a, you know, a half solid half an hour of whatever my screen time is on Instagram for the day is probably that end of the night. I watch stories for half an hour, right. but I'm okay with that because that's my, like, that's my guilty pleasure at the end of the day right. instead of watching TV. Um, and I also, I'm usually catching it on like Allison's motivational talk from the morning, which is maybe not the best thing at 1130 at night, but you know, you know, and like, it's usually people that I know in real life. So I'm actually going and consuming content of people I know in real life. Um, and mm -hmm. so, or the select few people who like, I just, I know I can learn something from or be inspired by like what they're doing in their business or whatever. Yes. Um, so like if, if, if you're like me and that's kind of, and I know that people do that too, like they'll at the end of the day, that's what they kind of do. They'll lay in bed or whatever and watch their stories or something. That's fine. Yeah. Just make sure you're intentional about how much time you allow yourself and you know, whose, whose content are you consuming and what mind, you know, frame of mind are you 
consuming it in. Yes. And and so that kind of leads us into our second one is assess where those negative comparisons are coming from. Just like your physical environment, which I think people don't understand this way, your physical environment, if you have a toxic friend or somebody that you know you shouldn't be around or people that are doing things that you're not doing, you get rid of them. You're yep. like, wow, goodbye. Like you shouldn't be in my life. Social media needs to be the same way. Yep. If you have people that you see yourself comparing to, you see that, you know, they're doing things that you don't like or, or being, you know, where you don't like, you've got to unfollow them. Right. You can't have a toxic environment on your social media. And that was hard for me, even with people that, cause I would know people and I'd be like, yeah. oh, I don't want to follow them cause through. And I'm like, if I'm not friends with them or if I'm not, you know, getting anything from their content and we're not talking, whatever it is, um, I need to unfollow them. Right. You know? Right. And yeah, it's, it's something that, um, I think every like maybe six months or so you might take a little, a little time to assess mm-hmm. what, who's in your feed. And maybe if it's like something where, you know, you don't want to hurt feelings or cause drama or whatever, don't unfollow them. You know, you can mute their content too. Right. <laughs> so if there's something really sensitive situation, like it's, it's your a, grandma, yeah, <laughs> if it's a relative or a coworker or a friend that you see in real life, things like that, but you just don't like their social content or their social content is causing issues for you. Right. Um, um, then you know you can mute their content and they won't know. But but yeah, you definitely need to kind of figure out where are these negative comparisons coming from and what can I do to to change that. Yes, and and that's so huge. Is you've got to be real with yourself. You know, you have to look at things and say, you know, there's people's stories that I would watch, and I've told you this before. I'm like, I watch it because it's so bad, yeah. and I'm like laughing, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, God, you can't do this. I'm yeah. like, this is so terrible. But. <clears throat> It makes a huge difference to clean up your social environment because that's a big part where we spend our time, right? Yes. Um, so clean up your social media environment, assess where those negative comparisons are coming from so you can get rid of them or you can change the way you think about it. Yeah. And you know, I love how you brought that into the real world because I have a really quick funny story from last week. I was working at a coffee shop and these two women walked in and of course he sat, and I'm trying to do this big, huge exam that I'm stressed out about and mm-hmm. they walked in and they... Um, Literally, I could feel their negative energy. Like, that sounds so weird, but, like, I could literally feel their negative energy walk in with them. Mm -hmm. And they were just had mad looks on their faces, the way they talked, the way they moved. They were complaining about every little thing. And I was just like, and it was, they were five feet from me. And it was, it was distracting me and making me feel bad. And I was like, do I need to leave the cop? Like, I didn't know what to do. Like, Mm -hmm. and thankfully they had their oatmeal and whatever. And they left their coffee and oatmeal and left. And then all of a sudden, like there's these two women that were a couple tables away and they'd been, I hadn't really noticed them until another woman came by and it was somebody they knew and like, oh, and next thing you know, they're having like this joyful conversation. They're hugging and they moved over to the table right next to me because it was a four top and mm-hmm. the other two were at a two top. Mm-hmm. And they just had this like bubbly, joyful, happy conversation. And it was like, mm-hmm. I mean, just right there, like so complete different. strangers, just the way they, their demeanor and their attitude and their mm-hmm. conversation the difference was so obvious and it affected me so strongly. Like I That's couldn't believe crazy. like, but I, I like, I wanted to go hug them. Like, thank you. You're like <laughs> like yes. you made up for that so crazy negative energy that was here like 10 minutes ago. Like, yeah. but that can happen on social media. Like there are those people that make you smile, that make you laugh, that, you know, it's, it's pleasant to watch their content. Mm-hmm. And then there are those people you're like, uh, it maybe bums you out or makes you mad or whatever like or you're just like stressed like watching them you're like, yeah oh, why is she doing that ah. yeah so that's the kind of content like you maybe don't need in your life like yeah <laughs> yeah for
for sure. No, that's a really good point. It's it's bringing those real world world concepts into social media because that is reality for so many people. That's their full reality. Right. So, you know, um, it's important that we understand social media for what it is and that we treat it like that, you know? Yep. So um, the next thing, which actually kind of coming back to real life, we always bring it there, is that you mm-hmm. want to redirect your focus on the things that really matter. Um, and so, you know, not obviously like real life matters the most, but when you're on social media, you can be doing really amazing things, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So what is your purpose for being on social media? Obviously we all use it for entertainment, right? but are you connecting? Are you networking? Are you trying to help people with fitness, with mindset, with, you know, real estate, whatever? Right. Um, What, you know, what, what are you, what are you doing there? Remember that. What's your why for being on social media? Yes. And that's so huge. I mean, you know, it's, it's basically getting to that point of saying, you know, you've got to use social media for good. Again, just like in real life, you know, when you go and make connections and talk to people, you know, you, you should be thinking, how can I help them? How can mm-hmm. I add value to their life? How can I, you know, share my experiences to make them better? It's just like we do with our friends in real life. So we want to have that same attitude on social media that it's not purely for entertainment. I mean, it can be, right. but, but while we're there, there should be a purpose of, you know, it's not just about me. It's about how I can help and how I can do these things. And if you focus on that, you're not going to be spending your time comparing yourself to other people. Exactly. And so, yeah, that's when you always focus on how you can serve others that Mm -hmm. is going to benefit you so much. So, yeah, so think about why you're there and then who are the people that you can help while you're there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, as I also kind of said, the knowledge you can share. So we all have knowledge to share. Yeah. Whether you're trying to inspire, educate, motivate, you know, make people laugh, entertain, you know, things like that. Yeah. You can you can do that. So re- keep that in mind. And then also think of the community you can build, right? That's yeah. we always talk about building a community and that's because social media is social. Yeah. It's supposed <laughs> to be social. <laughs> so don't just go on there and consume and, you know, compare and then like feel bad. Go on there and actually talk to people and mm-hmm. make real connections. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like this last week with this comprehensive exam that I went through, it was literally the hardest project I've ever done in my entire life. And I've done some really, really brutal things before. Um, but like when I posted on my Instagram story, like so many people who I've yet to meet in real life, and I say yet because I plan on meeting a bunch of them, I've yet to meet them in real life. They've been following my story and we've had conversations and replying like, oh my gosh, congratulations. Like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Like I got so much encouragement and like probably from like 10 people who I've literally never met in real life, but Mm -hmm. we've built those connections on social media. Yes. And so it's like, and, and I've done similar things for them when I've seen them have like a victory, I'll reply and encourage them. Right. And so that that's the positive side is mm-hmm. building that community. And I, I know you get like people all the time telling you just like how much you've helped them. But some of those same people probably encourage you, like say you do, thank you for doing a great job or thank you for sharing or whatever. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. So that's what you have to keep in mind and, and try to try to really keep your experience positive. Yes. It's, that's so huge. And you know, we've got to stay away from comparing ourselves to other people because there is no way to do it. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Everybody's in a different place on their journey. You don't know 95% of what else is going on in their life, mm-hmm. it's true. <laughs> where they've come issues. from, where they're going or what they're going through right now. So, um, but so if we, if we remember anything from this episode, we want you to remember these three habits that you can, or three ways you can get new habits and that's reduce your time on social media, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it is right now, just try to reduce it a little bit. 
Um, try to figure out where your negative thoughts and comparisons are coming from mm-hmm. and then redirect your focus on, on why you're there and who you can help and how you can help them. Yeah. So let us know your thoughts. What do you, have you struggled with this? I think everybody does, but you know, we'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have any more questions, we'd love to do another episode to help you kind of do even better with this. Thank you for tuning in to It's a Beautiful Influence today. Did you love this episode? Please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. Be sure to connect with us at creatingyouonline.com. Until next time.